And I'm very anti-antibiotic. I'm very health conscious, but I knew I needed an antibiotic because of Costa Rica, so I took it. Those next couple months, um, my health, like my mental health went down, uh, my nervous system, like I was stressed all the time. I was running on fumes. Inspiring stories of hope through healing. This is the Floxy Hope Podcast. Jason here from Floxy Hope. I am on my second podcast and I'm excited to introduce my next guest who has also been floxed and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, you guys. My name is Sarah Agajanian. And um, yeah, I'm on the other side of the river with my journey. And I'm based out of Los Angeles, California. Nice. So Sarah, tell me a little bit about your story. What happened to you? Why'd you get the drug? The whole thing. Yeah. Okay, so long story short, because I don't want to dig too much into what exactly happened, because I'm sure everybody watching this is going through, we all went through similar journeys. Um, I went to Costa Rica, got sick from the water. I drank water. I got really sick. I came back. I was almost healed. My coworkers convinced me <laughs> to go get an antibiotic because who knew I could have had an amoeba or, a, you know, who knows? So mm-hmm. I go to the doctor. He was negligent. He's a good doctor based in here in LA, but he was negligent and he didn't test me. He just gave me Levaquin, told me, and I'm very anti-antibiotic. I'm very health conscious, but I knew I needed an antibiotic because of Costa Rica. So I took it and it did fry me out the first dose. I did five days, but it helped me. I got better, but those next couple months, um, my health, like my mental health went down, uh, my nervous system, like I was stressed all the time. I was running on fumes. Like I could barely handle my job. I'm a performing artist. I'm in music. I run a business. Like I couldn't handle like anything. I was already over the brim with my lifestyle at the time, but this threw a wrench in it. I was having weird dreams. Then I got the flu really bad, like really bad. And I was like, okay. Then I got a sinus infection that lasted like three months. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? I've never had a sinus infection in my life. And I was sick for like January to like April, like couldn't get rid of the sinus infection. I was missing tons of work. I was so over it. I, I wasn't mentally well, I was depressed. Some, for some reason, I didn't equate it to the drug. I equated it to Costa Rica and just a little bit to the drug. So I went back to the doctor, he gave me z that did nothing for the sinus infection. And then he gave me Levaquin again, which was the worst idea on the planet. And I ignored my intuition, which was a lesson in my healing to never, never ignore your body, never ignore the you know, the little nudges you get, this probably isn't a good idea. I ignored my intuition. No one warned me like about Levaquin. My mother read about it online saying, oh my God, they give this to people with sepsis. And I had like a sinus infection and she's like, don't take it. And I tried to not take it for like a week. And I got, I just kept getting sicker and sicker. I needed a stronger antibiotic, but I didn't need Levaquin. But because I had already taken Levaquin, my immune system was so low that it was like, I needed a strong gun again. So I took Levaquin against all of my better judgment. Day five, I, I stopped taking it. I had a day, I had seven days of Levaquin. Took, my hands started swelling up and my body went wild. Like all my joints started cracking and I'm like, something's fucking wrong. They take me off of it. And it progressively got worse and worse. And you know, you guys know on the other side, listening to this, what that's like. And I don't want to focus too much, but I had every symptom in the book. My story steamrolled. People didn't listen to me. I went from doctor to doctor. I spent like 40 grand healing my body. Um, thank God I had that money stashed. I lost half of my business in the process. Um, but I knew something was wrong. And then once I Googled, like I Googled right away side effects from Levaquin and I, I was horrified. I'm sure everybody on here has done that. And you're like, holy crap, I'm one of these people. And then you find the horror stories. And then, so you're getting trauma at the same time because you don't know what's happening to your body. And it just basically everything that could happen to me happened to me. I didn't eat. I dropped 40 pounds. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't bathe. I couldn't go in heat. Everything hurt. I suffered. I basically suffered. I had a total mental breakdown, a nervous breakdown. I just couldn't handle. I couldn't stand up. I couldn't walk. I, uh, people weren't believing in me. Doctors weren't believing. Family wasn't believing in me. 
they were, but they didn't know. Nobody knew how to save me. And Floxy Hope is what like, I was like, okay, I'm Flox, you know, cause my brain really wasn't working. And I'm sure those who are listening know that your, your brain is affected. When you lose your gut, you lose the brain. They're connected. It's, um, they actually think your gut is the first brain. So you are in a situation, which I was in, which your operating systems are down and you have to save your health. So um, yeah, it progressively got worse. It turned into an, I had like the breakdown of it and the unfolding of it. And then I found the right doctors and uh, different practitioners. And we'll go into that detail and I'll tell you all about that. And then I started coming out of it. I changed my entire workload. I changed my life. I kicked out people who didn't believe me. If they didn't believe me, they were gone. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you after this. Like I didn't have, you and me don't have time to convince people what's happening to you. You need mm-hmm. to surround yourself with those who believe in you and support you. Even if they don't get it, they aren't judging you. And those are the people that you need around you at this time. Even if that means you can't talk to family, then you can't. You need to zone in and save your body, save your health. Later, they'll believe you. Trust me. <laughs> a lot of people now are like, whoa, you were sick. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm in LA. People are like, you look great. I'm like, I've lost 45 pounds. I can't, I can't, I'm miserable. And everybody's telling me how good I look. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the quickest way to lose weight is to take a fluoroquinolone without a doubt. You want to lose weight? Take that drug. Yeah. Actually, I had some yes. friends who did believe me who made jokes when I was ill. Well, maybe I should, do you have an extra pill around here, Gary? You look great. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, yeah. So a year, it took about a year to stabilize my health. About a year. And then it took a year and a half this last summer I really started feeling significantly better. Half of my journey was the downfall. The other half of it was the rebuilding, right? Mm-hmm. Transition. Um, probably 13 months in, pains, I started having pain-free. Well, I actually started having pain-free days like eight months in. If I had one pain-free day in a week, it was a good sign because I was on my way to pain-free days, weeks. Yeah, that was course. a good sign. So- yeah, the progress, I hit about seven, eight months, and then I started climbing up slowly. So this last summer was great for me. I was back in my body, you know, but I saw the light a lot way before then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I had to give up everything about my life. Everything, it actually highlighted where my life wasn't healthy in general. I'm a very spiritual person, so um for me, it triggered a level of spiritual awakening at the same time I was going through my illness. Because my illness was so severe, the only way to heal it was to change everything. Yeah. It was like, how did I get into this? I saw the significance of how did I lead myself into this poisoning and this downfall of my health? Well, I ignored my intuition. I was overworked. I wasn't sleeping enough. I didn't drink. I drank water in Costa Rica. Like, I'm like, that was a bad, like, what was I thinking? You know what I mean? So I took it as the lesson when I was in it, I rise to the occasion at some time. I went from being a victim of the drug and all the people who left me, that was very painful. I lost some of my bestest friends in this because people, we know what it's like to be floxed and other people know. And some people who are associated with other people very closely know how bad it is, but the majority of the world even my psychiatrist who helped me was like, I've heard about this happening, but like, you know, he didn't want to give too much power to it because he wanted to calm my brain down. He wanted me to move on. Mm-hmm. But he was like, what has happened to you happens to a very small percentage of people. And it's still like in the process of going into clinical studies. Like it's, it's, and um, no one really gets it until you experience it or, you know, someone really close to you. So yeah. My advice is obviously those who are fighting you on this and acting like it's not happening to you or you're having, I don't know, mental breakdown because which you probably are, but it, mm-hmm. that you are actually, you're sick temporarily. Temporarily yeah. you are poisoned, basically. It's, it's always hard for me when people reach out and, and they say, well, my doctor doesn't believe me or my family doesn't believe me. And I get that that's a part of the process, but there's this attachment to having acknowledgement from the people that are closest to you or the people or the person that hurt you with the prescription. 
And you, you might not change those pe people. It's just better for you, for your health, for your journey to just focus on you and focus on supporting that path to healing and getting all of that weight that you're putting on all of this existing weight weighing down on you from the drug and all the issues that come with that. Just push that aside, clear the air, like cut through the fog and just move on because that's the first real step to healing I feel is just acknowledgement people want to support you have those people on your team and surround yourself with those people like you said it you know perfectly and you know what look in, I've spent a lot of money dissecting this and I'm clearing my trauma now healing my trauma doing all I can from it people react to things it's a stress response Okay, it's like a, you know, it's like that in nature. When, when, when part of the pack gets injured, sometimes it gets left behind. Like we have to remember we're animals and we're part of this collective on, on the planet where people are, they can't go in there with you. Whatever you're going through isn't meant for everybody to come in there, but there will be people mm -hmm. who come in there with you. And typically that will be your team, your medical professionals and the people closest to you that can handle this, mm -hmm. who offer advice. And actually when I was ill, I had a good friend of mine who was just calling me while we were talking and she, she had not fluoroquinolone poisoning, but she broke her hip and had a, they, um, when they did the surgery, they severed a nerve in her leg. So she had Oof. chronic pain for like seven years too. It was like annihilating. She couldn't get out of pain. And she told me when I was sick, Sarah, I'm telling you right now, most people can't go in there with you. It's you and God and you're in there and you can do this. You can get out of this. Don't, try and convince anybody that this is real right now because mm. it's real for you and you have to get out. And I'm like, right. And, she, and there'll be plenty of opportunities once you're better for people to see that it was real. It's a mysterious yeah, I mean, reaction. It, it's a mis it's, we're a very small percentage. We just have the right genes to react to the drug. I mean, this drug affects everyone to yeah. some degree. We're just the unlucky ones that yeah. hit the lot, the genetic lottery to have it hit us so hard. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's a process, right? So I, I feel like if you want to help people, um, mm -hmm. wait till you've helped yourself to a point where you're strong enough to have the emotional empathy, I guess, to, to be okay with it. Um, and just be all right with what happened to you. And then if you're at a pharmacy or at a store or at a family gathering and somebody asks you, be like, Hey, I had a reaction to the drug. Don't take it. And that's you paying it forward, like passing it, passing on that good deed. Um, but when you first get flocked, it's so hard to even fathom that, you know? Oh my God. It, it, you, I, you know, and I know, and everybody watching this, you look, that's why you're watching this. You're watching this to get help. And I'm here to tell you, and you're here. That's why you took over. You will get to the other side of this river. It yeah. is very possible. And it's probably more probable than not. You're just not hearing the success stories. Cause once people are over it, they don't want to go back. They want to keep going forward because of the trauma of it. So just know that the majority of people who take this drug have healed from it somehow, to some degree, some level. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, we all just have, you just have to keep your head up and believe in your inner strength and know you will heal your, your body is a miraculous machine. Okay. And basically, and then I kind of want to roll into like, what I learned on a scientific level about what happened to my body. So that will help other people. If, if I can go ahead and roll into that right now. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. So basically what happened to me, which I think happens to a lot of us is that when you lose your good and bad bacteria in your small intestine, that is the good. In, and then I had my, my, the lining in my um, intestinal wall opened up and then that's why I had significant inflammation. Right. Um, so the good and bad bacteria are what they just, all your food and feed your body and your cells with all the nutrients, minerals, and vitamins that it needs to keep the car. It's like a car, right? You put gas in your car for it to run. That's what our food is. So when you lose the good and bad bacteria, it throws a dysbiosis in the system and you have your vagus nerve that speaks from your intestines, right? Your gut to your brain, they signal back and forth to each other. So you've thrown this off down in your gut. My lining, you know, I had leaky, extreme leaky gut. I mean, I think I already had leaky gut before I got sick. So then mm. it was, bad. but then I had that too, which that would just mean everything I ate would leak into my bloodstream, create um, systemic wide inflammation. And so a lot of the joint pain you're feeling and a lot of like the uh, nerve neuropathy and the whole, like, that's all just a reaction 
to your body not being able to keep the symbiosis that it's used to having the balance and, and feeding the magnesium everywhere, right? Because the magnesium was such a big thing. And um, so you have that, that, and then that's signaling signals to your brain. But if you heal the gut and you heal the small intestine and you feed the body what it needs and you take your time and you cut that stuff, you cut, I still don't eat gluten. And I had canola oil today by accident. Oh, it was in my uh, salami. I was like, why am I, mm-hmm. I'm like, why am I inflamed? Because now that I don't <laughs> feel pain, I notice it quicker. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, there's canola in my salami. Damn it. I should have, I always read the ingredients, but I was too excited about the salami. Mm-hmm. So um, little things still throw me off, but yeah, once you heal the gut and you heal and you deep, it's heal the gut, detox the body, heal the lining, put in good bacteria, feed the body, whatever minerals it needs temporarily to keep it sustained because the engine of the car is not working properly. Mm-hmm. And then your brain should start signaling back. It, it you sh- I mean, the body's made to be well, right? So the machine at some point should start finding some kind of balance between the brain and the gut. And then everything should start feeding with each other. And I didn't detox the drug. That's why it got so bad for me. Fluoroquinolone is fluoride, right? It got stuck in my system because I don't methylate B6. Never knew that, makes tons of sense because I had an autoimmune thing prior. And once we discovered that I didn't methylate B6, it was game time. Because methylation is so important you know, your livers, your kidney, and your gut to get all the toxins out. So basically I just was sitting with a halogenic body with fluoride in it. I couldn't take a hot shower. I couldn't sleep. I was having panic attacks. It was all because of the fluoride. Once I started taking the B6 and I do a liquid B6 and I still take it because I don't methylate properly. I'll always have to take B6. Mm -hmm. And um, so once I started the, once the methylation process started happening in my body, then it was game time get the drug out, repair the gut, heal the body, supplement, and then you have the brain too. So, Mm -hmm. oh my God, it's it's crazy. I I, I did so much. So I took, and and you know, my story is on floxyhope.com. If you, if you guys go to the the blog, I'm under Sarah, I'm at Sarah's recovery story from Levaquin. And there's a picture of me there and you should read that because that'll say all the supplements I took. The kind of practitioners I worked with was, I worked with a naturopath. Um, I tried Galihi, but he didn't help me. Um, It was different for me. I know he's helped some people, but he didn't help me. Um, I did, uh, okay, so I did naturopath. And uh, the main thing was getting all my blood work done. And you know how that is. Well, you, everything looks fine. It's like, "Mm." but I was really vitamin D deficient. Mm-hmm. And I had been for years. So I think that might've been why the drug hit me so hard too. So the naturopath helped me plug in some holes. And then we did see that I had a high level of oxidative stress. I was that of, I was operating at like a 90 year old. Like I couldn't walk because I was so toxic. Um, he didn't do any methylation tests. And I don't know what he, cause he doesn't know. He didn't know anything about, um, I'm a case, I'm a case study for him. Yeah. But he's a great guy. At least he somewhat believed me and he did help me. Um, mm-hmm. So he was a stepping stone there. Then um, I did infrared and then that made me sicker because I wasn't methylating. And that's when my health really tumbled because I wasn't methylating. So mm-hmm. I think everyone needs to make sure that their methylation genes are working. Because as long as your methylation genes are working, you can get the drug out of your system. And that's very important. The body will naturally heal itself if you get the drug out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, gastroenterologist. Um, I wasn't, I lost 40 pounds. My uh, gut went crazy. The nerves, I couldn't hold any food in my body, like extreme IBS basically Two, I had like an, I had like an overgrowth of bad bacteria in my small intestines. So the way to, I lost my appetite. I couldn't eat. I think I was having a nervous breakdown too, mental breakdown at that point, obviously, cause I was in so much pain. And, um, but at that point they gave, they gave me Zifaxin, which helped clear out the small intestine. Okay. So we can start with a blank slate and rebuild with good bacteria. It just felt like the right move to do. I listened to my intuition on this. You guys, I'm very serious. Talk to your body, look for signs before you go to bed. I need information. Come to me in my dreams. Like I'm a very spiritual person. Like tell me what's next and you will get information and you should listen to that. I need to go to this doctor. I should go to that doctor. You're right. You know, your body, you're the doctor, right? 
And um, they gave me the Zafaxin. My appetite came right back. My fibromyalgia pain went away, even though I still had all this other pain. But that was a big deal because I was not okay before the Zafaxin. And the Zafaxin worked great. Found my kinesiologist. Now she's book solid. You can't get in to see her. My friend begged her because I she <laughs> she was sick for three years with lupus from not floxed, but just mercury poisoning, which is similar. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I think ours is even more big time. But yeah, this kinesiologist got me in. She's worked with other people who took Levaquin. She's like, oh, get her in. So she got me in. We discovered the, the methylation issue. From there, high omegas. I still take 2,000 omegas a day for inflammation and mm-hmm. parade for you. Might as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Omega. 5,000 NAC she had me taking to detox my body while I was taking the B6 to get NAC really detox my body because the NAC is what helps produce glutathione in the blood. Right. And, um, cause she said taking just glutathione isn't, and I did a couple glutathione IVs and they worked, but they did reflux me. It kind of, it, she's, she's kind of an amazing healer. She talks to your body. She came, I came back to her cause I did a glutathione IV out of, out in Arizona with the, with the naturopath. And she's like, you detox like 60% just from two glutathione IVs, but I suffered through it because yeah. it refloxed me, mm-hmm. but it was, a, it was at the time it was miserable, but I'm really glad I did do the IVs because I needed to get that drug out of my body. Like I could just oh, feel, yeah. I felt like a week later, I felt so much better, lighter in my body. I was like, I think I'm getting this drug out. And then, um, so the kinesiologist was huge. I highly recommend if you have access to somebody who, because the kinesiologist taps your body, like they take supplements and they, you know, they talk to your body and touch your body and see what your body needs, right? Like muscle, muscle testing is another. Yeah, yeah like muscle yeah. testing, yeah. So it was great. And then she's also like borderline a healer because she's Mm -hmm. highly intuitive, but she very, she was my saving grace. She saved my life basically. And um, from there, once I was detoxing with the 5,000 NAC, tons of omegas, B6, she had me taking the B6 three times a day, like B6, B6, B6 Mm -hmm. to jumpstart. And I did the liquid B6 because I think it goes into the system. Um, It's PFP B6, paradoxal something. So, That jump started my body in the process, detox. And then as I continued to work for her, that's when my, between the Cefaxin and the detox um, IVs doing, I did like all this blood work and her protocol, I was able to flip the script a little bit. And then we started implementing um, supplements. So then it was tons of magnesium. Uh, like I was rubbing magnesium in my legs, Epsom salt. I could finally do a heated bath because I couldn't do heat for a long time. Yeah. It messes you up. Yeah. It fucks the you heat, up. The heat. Yeah. That's because you're toxic from the halogen because fluoride's mm-hmm. a halogen, right? So mm-hmm. once you get the, you just got to get that num- numero uno, get the drug out of your body. Just get it out. <laughs> yeah. It stays in there. It gets into bone marrow and brain tissue. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like it's, it, yeah, it's, it, it goes in deep, but I just was like, get out. I kept, I would talk to my body and my brain and I'd be like, you are not allowed to be here. You, <laughs> you are a guest. Exactly. You are a guest and you're, you overwelcomed, you overstayed your welcome. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, your body your brain tells your body what to do. Your cells just operate on what your brain is saying and thinking mm-hmm. and believing, right? Which is a challenge when you're losing control of your brain because of trauma and the drug. However, we're still in there. We can still mm-hmm. be like, I refuse to let this take me out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna detox from this. This is my body. I am sovereign. I am in control. The body is a miracle. The first thing the kinesiologist said to me when I walked in, I sat there because she could see it in my eyes. And I had a good, decent day that day because I had hope. She mm-hmm. grabbed my hand and she looked me in the eye and she said, you've come this far. She knew I had already, I mean, we were looking at like a year. It started in January. This was September. You've come this far. You're all, now the healing begins and your body is a miracle. And I just, 
cried. I was like, thank God. She's like, I've seen this before. I have five other people who've been here. Yeah, we're gonna it's strange. She's like, we're just, gonna do all we can. We're gonna do all we can. You just, your body is a miracle. Your body is a miracle. Like, trust your body. Mm-hmm. So, um, and yeah, and then we just started replenishing my body. At the same time, I was replenishing. You know, I lost half my business. Had to move out of the home I was in, downsize. It was insane. Like, but it was all divine. It got me. This all happened right before the pandemic. It all lined up perfectly, and. Um, she helped me, I, st- I'm going to go see her like in a week. I haven't seen her since I've been better. Like she's going to be stoked because it's, I can't wait to show her that I'm better. And, um, so once I went from there, then I start. then I saw my acupuncturist and I've known him for years and he's great. And he's a chiropractor. And he said the same thing to me. He's like, look, your gut, you lost your gut. He's intuitive. He's like, you lost your gut. You lost your bacteria getting the drug out of your body, take command of your body, Sarah, it's over. He's like, the worst is over. And I think that that is what's so difficult in the pro- what we've experienced because it's so bad and so gnarly. It's so hard to move on because mm-hmm. your body might be in a place where it's ready to heal and it's ready to have no pain, but because our minds have experienced what they've experienced, it's really hard and that's the PTSD. Mm-hmm. So. From there, I started working with the medical medium over the phone in Canada. This is woo-woo stuff, but it worked. Oh, also in September, when I met with Dr. the kinesiologist, I did get a psychiatrist. I went in. My amygdala, 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 amygdala yeah, yeah. Amygdala. So I was doing trauma therapy too, because I was like, my brain, I had no control. I, I wasn't even in my body. I left my body because I was uh, disassociation, they call it. So they gave me gabapentin. Mm-hmm. gabapentin I only took like a hundred milligrams like three times a day mm-hmm. up to like maybe six times a day in the beginning and that started to calm my brain down because my am ma'am my amygdala just went nuts because it's tra- where trauma is stored and because my story was such a cycle of like it got worse and worse like a tumbleweed I think of my health journey as like a tumbleweed just went bing 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 <laughs> yeah. yes at some point I was like on the bed like Nobody believes me. I'm dying. You know, like yeah, it's over, yeah. you know, and the brain just gave up and the vagus nerve gave up. It all gave up. So the, the gabapentin allowed my brain to calm down and then I could sleep. And then I was just taking it all day because the trauma was so severe in my body. I was like shaking. I could bear, I was weak. I had no muscle. I just lost 40 pounds. I did Dude, I, I have, I'm a curvy girl. I would sit on the ground or the chair. I could feel the bones in my ass. Like, I'm like, yeah. what has happened to my body? I, I looked ill. Like, you know, that's part of the trauma too, is looking in the mirror and going, what the fuck is happening to me? This isn't me. Yeah. Temporary shit. You're temporarily poisoned and your body is losing its mind. Get it mm-hmm. back together and you'll come back. And, um, yeah, the, the gabapentin really helped me. And then from there, just all, once you can look, once you can get sleep, you know, once you can get sleep and you can, you can walk around the cabin, like, you know, it's, and you're detoxing from the drug then mm-hmm. the body can start to find its balance again, you know? And I was taking, you know, 50 supplements a day. I mean, my kinesiologist is all like, okay, so we're going to add this this week. Okay. We're going to, I had lactic acid built. So, okay. This is the other thing about, this is a lot of information, but the other thing about healing is once you start getting better, and I want people to remember this, it's a circle, right? Healing is a circle. It's not linear, but it starts down here and you go up, but in the process Mm -hmm. of going up, you come up like this, you're doing good, you're doing good, but then you got, you got a step forward and you got two steps back, right? You're back down here, but essentially you're moving up the entire time. So it's like this slowly. So at some point when certain things in your body start to heal, may it be tendons, joints, or just detox or nerve pain. Like I lost, I didn't have any reflexes. Once my reflexes started coming back and my nerve pain went down a little bit from the gabapentin and just from the B's vitamins I was taking and everything. Mm-hmm. And I had this crazy pain in my body. It was so painful and I will never forget it. And it was a lactic acid buildup. And I'm like, how the heck did this happen? She's like, because you can't have any beef. Cause I couldn't even have beef. My gut was destroyed. I couldn't have beef. I could, so I was eating too much beef. I was eating too much um, chicken. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like an omega five. Sixes? Yeah, it's an omega six. It's yeah. like too much six creates an, mm-hmm. a, a lactic acid buildup. So, so what'd you do? Um, what did she, iodine. Mm-hmm. And She's like, oh honey, you've got lactic acid buildup. She's like, cut out the chicken. I'm like, well, I had to eat the chicken because I could only eat like seven things. Yeah. So we cut out the chicken. She's like, and take this and then just stick with, uh, I think I didn't eat meat for like a couple of weeks just because I was like, I'm not touching any meat right now. I'm just going to eat <laughs> I'm gonna take the iodine and stick with veggies and sweet potatoes. Yep. And, and you know, I cut out coffee. You guys, I went hardcore. I cut it all out. Like, oh I yeah. Went, you did too. We wanted you to have to. Coffee. Yeah. You, you have, have to. to. And I know it's hard. You know, you're met with the worst fear. Can't have coffee. You're like, I'll never drink coffee again. I'll never drink again. I'll never, I can't have it. Look, it is temporary. Mm-hmm. You know, like I still can't do gluten or canola oil and there's other things I can't do, but I can have coffee. I can have wine in moderation. I can have some cheese and I'm okay. Like it will come back, but you are going to have to get hardcore. And yeah. the gut's important. It's got, it's all in the gut. That's yeah. like huge detoxing in the gut. Detox and it's, gut. If you do yeah. those, you'll come back to life, but it's the engine has to be healed. Mm-hmm. And, um, where was I? Uh, it's so, it's so true. I mean, the trauma from this wreaks havoc <laughs> on your gut. Just, just stress alone wreaks havoc on your oh, microbiome. It's like not, not, not even the drug. Then you get stressed and that makes it even worse. So it's, it's you're hard. Losing your job or you're losing your money or people don't yeah. believe you. You're losing your fastest friends. So you have 50% of it is drug induced. The mm-hmm. other 50% is just the reaction to the drug. Mm-hmm. Life stressors and people not believing yeah. you and money and the fear. And the, I mean, you guys, if you get through this, you are a motherfucker. Okay. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard like, to like basically you're probably one of the strongest people on the planet that, yeah. and I'm strong. I have. It makes I'm, you emotionally hard and it makes you spiritually like it, it opens up all these spiritual pathways that you didn't oh, even know existed. Right. If you're not religious, you start believing in Everything. the universe, <laughs> the power. Like I was 32 years old and just enjoying the shit out of sitting outside and listening to the birds chirp and the wind blowing. And I, oh. it, 30 year old guys don't think about that stuff. Like it's a spiritual, look at, I just got goosebumps everywhere. It's a spiritual awakening. It is. It really and that's, is. That's what that's a and, blessing. And it's a blessing because guess what? We all, it's happening now collectively anyway, because we're in this pandemic. Yeah. If you're in this process right now, or it's happened to you, consider yourself forced to awaken, which is okay. Cause you're going to be ahead of the game. Like some people don't, some people don't realize that until they're on their deathbed or they lose everything or they just, you know, I'm lucky enough to have this right now to see the little blessings every day that I receive from whatever conversations, people I meet, like having a good day. Like that's just the best. Like that means so much more to me than the normal person. Pain-free days are like heaven. Vacation. Yeah. All, like, right yeah. now I'm having some information because of that dang salami, but yeah, like in general, you guys, 80% of my time now, 75 to 80% of my life is pain-free. And That's actually, amazing. even if I'm having physical pain, I don't have any more emotional pain or mm-hmm. barely. I process my emotions quicker now because I don't want to be in pain. No, I wait yeah. through this. So if there is other, and follow the path because I, I met this medical medium in this. She came to me through divine order, like how that all happened. And she works, I work with her over the phone in Vancouver. So she was able to help me pick the perfect powder to heal the gut lining. Cause my other mm-hmm. doctor is so busy, you guys. Cause she's a major healer. Like you can't, it's so, I only get 30 minutes of her time. This woman was able to go in, okay, start taking this and take And, and then I started really healing and, mm-hmm. oh, it was just great. I, she had, she had me do my fascial release, which I don't know if you did that on your journey, but it worked because trauma gets stored in your fascia system, which mm-hmm. wraps around your muscles and your joints and your nerves. And it also stores toxins in there. So once it I does. did my fascia release, I mean, I went through so much emotion. I had so much anger, and, but I released it and it all came out. And then my joint pain in my hips went away. That's like, awesome. I had so much joint pain in my hips once I started getting better. And that's part of my, what I was saying, the circle that goes up, you know? Once you start healing certain things, get ready to notice other things come forward that you were too focused on this other thing 
Now that this gone, now this comes in. You're not getting worse. You're just, it's an onion. You're peeling mm -hmm. back the onion. It's being uncovered. It was there the whole time, but you couldn't even feel it because you were so focused on the other thing that was so much more pain. Mm -hmm. So it's the process of healing, right? And um, once I did the myofascial release, oh my God, I didn't have that joint pain in my hips. It was because I could like move my body. I did some light, light, gentle massage because my nervous system, remember, your nervous system has gone through the gamut, okay? It's a neurotoxin. It goes haywire. Your brain signals are off, the AP axis, your nervous system is acting wackadoo. So once you start coming back, you want to be very gentle with yourself. Like I did very light massage. Now I can get deep tissue and I'm fine, but like I could barely get touched, but I needed that touch because I had to mm -hmm. release motion and I had to get back in my body. I had to integrate back in my body. So find yourself, you know, mental health professional, spiritual, someone to help you on your spiritual journey. Like even if it's a doctor who's like a healer or just someone that is aware, cause you are probably going to go through a level of awakening in this. And as long as you stick with that and you're like, I am in a spiritual awakening inside of this life-threatening illness, or th I don't know if it's life, it was life-threatening for me. I'm not sure about everybody else. For me, it was life-threatening. Um, you'll get your way through it because you're not going anywhere. You're gonna get all the support you need from higher power to find your way through this thing. Yeah, um, that's the biggest missing link, right? Is, is you can go on a lot of these Facebook groups and, and be scared you know, to oh, death. With, with some of that, but there's, there's the missing link of having support or having uh, some sort of spiritual healing or support system of people that understand it, get it, and they're ready and willing, able to help you work through it. And that's why we're trying to create group sessions because like going through the last seven years, I haven't found one person besides my wife and a few friends that really get it, understand it, know how to support me when, and know, acknowledge when I need support. Um, yeah. when, when I don't really know that I need support and finding somebody that's a practitioner or a healer that understands it, gets it and is able to help you is like, that's the biggest piece of the puzzle. I feel like that PTSD from this is huge. It's, I think it's lifelong. I think this is a, this is a chapter of your life and you're never going to forget as much as you want to forget it. I, I don't, I think it redefines who you are as a person. Oh yeah. Well, we, we, and I talked to other people, this has happened to, it's like, we felt the suffering of the world in our illness. I did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I was like, God, we're in this much pain on this planet. Fuck. Ah. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. I know. Like, cancer people get five k runs. Their family get like, you know, they get all of this. Nobody stuff. cares you, about me. No, nobody cares. Like, what do you mean? Nobody you had a reaction to it? Antibiotic. Are you? Yeah. It's Dude, crazy. I, I wished I, you guys. This is so bad to say, and I'm actually really glad I didn't have cancer because cancer is a lifelong battle that is coming back. So I am grateful now I didn't have it. Very grateful. However, when I was in it, I was jealous of my cancer friends because yeah. they're raising money. They Everybody believed them. They had support and we're over here dying and everybody's judging me and yelling at me for being sick. I was like, oh yeah. my God. I. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's literally the worst the thing you could go through, I think, because the, the misunderstanding, what your body's going through, what your mind's going through. And it's like, shit, I, I need a break. I need, I yeah, need to just go. I honestly wanted to just pack my bags and just climb up a, a side of a hill or have somebody drive yeah. me up there. Cause I couldn't get there and, and just start <laughs> yeah, off, right. build like a little camp away from the world and just like meditate and hang out in nature. I think I would have been healed just from doing that. Oh, you know, well, it's so funny you said that because I was trying to escape LA. I was trying mm -hmm. to get out of here. I mean, my house was selling that I was renting. I was losing half my business. I mean, I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here, but where, I didn't know where to go. And there was nowhere for me. Cause then, then I didn't want to leave my doctor and like the two or three people who did believe me because yeah. they were so instrumental in my healing. Doctors um, are, are great. They definitely have their, their part of the healing, but I think a huge part of it is like you, like you said, the spiritual part going, getting in your head, getting in your soul, getting in your spirit, getting the hope and empowering yourself and just finding yourself again. Yeah. And you know what, you guys, whoever's listening to this right now, go lay in the forest, go lay in the sand, go lay in the grass, look at the sun, look at the stars, yeah. look at the butterflies. Appreciate, like, appreciate it. Because get into that flow. You are 
you are limitless. You're going to live forever. You're immortal beyond this planet. And that energy, that light will heal your body alone. It'll also mm-hmm. comfort. And like the beach for me still always has been, but it's amazing. Oh, and this last year, because of the pandemic, the pandemic hit and I was not shocked. It was like, of course, like it was like perfect time. <laughs> Just throw it on the, throw it on the wagon that I got. But I actually was grateful for the pandemic in ways because the world shut down and I'm in LA. So I got to heal. I was at the beach four times a week, spring and summer. I'm already getting ready. I'm working out with a trainer now, guys. I'm working out with a trainer. I'm back in my body. Yeah, I still get like heavy legs. I don't know. I'm going to go see the kinesiologist and work with my medium. I still have some residual, but I also think that could just be the functioning. I don't know if it's mitochondrial or if it's who knows. Okay. What we went through, what our body went through is very intense. It's going to take a long time to heal that. But the main point is to get out of the fire of it, get out of the inflammation fire, get out of the, I can't walk fire, get out of the, get out of the nucleus, you know, or the, I had a storm or get out of that. And then you can be, you can focus on all the, the fun healing things, massage, you know, laying, doing a trip where you're hike, where you're in nature, um, Mm -hmm. modalities that are good for you um, versus just the fight of saving your health, which we all know. Laughter is one of the biggest things I've found. Like the times where I I feel like I I just can't get out of my own way. I've forced myself to call a friend, hang out with my family or or my loved ones and just watch a funny movie and laugh. And if you're going to be in pain, why not do it with people that love you, people that support you and, and have share those moments with them and, and have them pick you up. And then you forget about your pain. You're almost like it's marginalized. Like it's just not as bad as it was. If you're just sitting in your room by yourself, just compounding that feeling, you know? Yeah. And that's the weird balance. Actually, we, I, you know, it was difficult because my family didn't really believe me. So Mm. it, and I had, my sister was having a baby at the time and like was in the hospital there. It's like, and they all chose like no one really, I don't think I'm, it's almost they knew it was really bad, but they didn't know how to be there for me. Mm-hmm. And because they doubted what I was going through and I had so many friends that doubted me that I think I only had like a small amount of people that I could be around because my nervous system was so shot from the drug and I was spiritually awakening. But what really helped was I kept working. And I think that gives, gives me purpose in general beyond being flocks. I, I love to work. Mm-hmm. I'm an eyebrow expert. I have tons of clients. I used to have 200 clients a month. Like it was crazy. But my clients were so wonderful in this. I can't even believe they made it through here. And now we're in a pandemic together. <laughs> we yeah. went from me like dying last year to like poison from an antibiotic to like we're in, now we're all in masks. We just, we, we crack up. We've been through so much yeah. together. And actually I have a client who's becoming a gastroenterologist because of what I went through. Like she literally inspired her and she's in med school. And that's fantastic. Yeah. And, but I going to work was just seeing my clients, even though I was in so much pain, cause I was going to be in pain, no matter where I was, I was pain of here and pain there and pain, pain there. It's like, yeah. There's no escaping the pain, you know? Of course. I was like, well, I might as well be like making money and being with people I like, like you're saying. Yeah. Yes. And, oh, I, I got cozy. Once the pain started to lessen, cozy socks, cozy robe, Epsom salt baths. And I was alone, single in this. People didn't believe me. It was hard, man. It's hard yeah, when, when you're alone. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, it would have been hard if I was in a relationship because I don't even know if the relationship would have made it. Yeah. No. And then you get re-triggered by all that stuff too. If, it, if it's a hard there. relationship. Yeah. It's hard. One of my closest friends that was there for me in this, we're not speaking now because- mm-hmm. She hasn't moved through the trauma of it. I have. Mm-hmm. She has. The people that are closest to you need support too. Because remember, the person in their life is in the most difficult time of their life. So, and you can't help, you can't save them, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but the body is amazing. The body is amazing. It comes back, it heals. And it's different for everybody what they need. Everybody needs different things. But I have to bring up psilocybin because I don't think there's a lot of talk about it. And this is a big thing uh, in the medical field already. We're getting cleared for psychological um, treatment through psilocybin. Psilocybin is magic mushrooms. Like where CBD is from cannabis, 
psilocybin is to magic mushrooms. Mushrooms, psychedelics. Once I started microdosing psilocybin, it helped rewire my brain, which I needed to do because I needed a new neural pathway. Now the pathway that I had, that we all have, is filled with trauma, bad memories, and tons of pain. Like it really is. That's an understatement. I mean, that's it's a good. It, it really is because like those words for all of us it really hit home for sure. Yeah. It's and I moved my house. I moved my business because when I was in that house, like it got heavy, dirty, dark in there. Like I had some weird spiritual stuff going on there. But I was like, okay, rule number one in trauma: new environment, new job, new scene, new. Like I moved into this uh, third, like. See, I'm really blessed because I had money saved and I spent my savings saving my health. So I know that not everybody has the financial ability that I did and I'm very grateful. However, some of the best doctors you'll meet will be affordable because healing doctors aren't that expensive, especially if you're doing Eastern practices. Um, and yeah, I changed everything. It was like I had to change everything to shift the energy vibration around my body, right? We're all vibration. I move in next door to this woman who's on the board of MAPS, which is psychedelic research. And from there was able to get me a tincture that I microdosed with that helped rewire my brain. A neuropathway, because chronic pain is like fibromyalgia, all those other things. It just keeps re-signaling each other, you guys. And since our vagus nerve gave up and we had the whole AP access thing happened, it, we're stuck and I, I felt it. I felt it like right here. This is where I felt my trauma line is. Yeah, we're stuck in trauma. Even our subconscious when we sleep is, we wake up six times a night just from trauma. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. This stopped all that. Psilocybin stopped all of it. I was so depressed because obviously, <laughs> like you and it's I and hard. everybody listening knows why. It's hard. Even when I started to get better, I was just this dark cloud, man. And I'm a very positive person. I've had depression before, but like, this was like- New trauma. level. Oh, yeah, you know. Level. Like your body, you get triggered and your whole body freaks out and you're like, like mm -hmm. happening all over again. And then flashbacks and <laughs> annoying. So psilocybin, all of a sudden, sky's really blue today. You know, and I'm a painter. I wasn't painting as much as I was because of the trauma. Started painting like a maniac. Once I, once the joy came back into my brain, it created new neuropathy, which created a new experience. What was great about this was because I was coming out of pain, I was having pain-free days. Not all of them, okay? Mm -hmm. I still don't, I mean, I'm still, now I have tons, but the new neuropathy was filled with more experience of less pain versus the old neuropathy, which was the downfall and the illness, right? So the new neuropathway was sculpted in this way that I had a new place to live. I had pain-free days. I was getting better slowly. So, and then I'd set an intention before I'd dose in the morning and I'd go get outside. And it just started to heal me. It was instant. In a week, you know, if let's just say I was in the well of hell, because I was hell. I think I met the devil, like it was dark. But if I'm down here with the devil <laughs> and here's the well I need to get out of, right? It was kind of like, as I did psilocybin, it just came up. Now I'm up here. The well's here and I'm over here. I'm doing great. So um, I still microdose. I probably heavily microdosed the first six months, but mm -hmm. it took about three months. Brand new brain, brand new Sarah. Like if you had, if you had to pick like your top three things that have helped you throughout this journey, would that be one of them? hundred percent, because there's no way in absolute hell, I would have been able to take all the work that I did with my body, the food, the supplements, the doctors and the modalities. None of it would have worked fully if I didn't change my neuro pathway in my brain. Mm -hmm. Just to be okay with it. Yeah. Once you rewire your brain, your body just shifts into a whole new operating system. And I had so much trauma started, stored in my, in my body from childhood that I wasn't even aware of until I got sick and was experiencing current trauma. And then that's when the spiritual awakening happened. So it actually gave me the opportunity to clear all of my trauma, not all of it, but a lot of it, because we all have, we have generational trauma too. I'm half Armenian, so we have that whole story with the genocide. But 
you clear, ha I cleared so much. It was like, I was a brand new operating system once I started doing psilocybin. Wow. And then I did another modality. Um, that's number one. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Felt, what are the other two you feel? Oh, there's so many. It's, it's I know so you got to, so you got to, you got to okay. whittle it down to three though. What, what are those like moments that you've had with a doctor or a supplement or a modality that you were like, wow, this kinesiologist, the mm -hmm. methylation, you guys making sure you can methylate because if you can't methylate, you can't get that drug out of your body. That is number one. So I'm going to hook methylation and gut health all into one detox okay. and gut health. Okay. Number two, number two, number one, psilocybin, but I didn't do the psilocybin until the end of uh, when it was time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Get your body back online first, then psilocybin. Cause that's the, that's the, that's after you got to save the body first. So yeah, gut health, methylation, psilocybin. And um, Well, obviously food, food. Yeah, food's a big one. That's one of my top three. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you got to get rid of the trigger in your body from the inflammation, right? So those three. Mm -hmm. But you, so now, that you, now that you've gone through all this and, and you're here in the present moment, like where do you feel like your path is going to head towards? Like what's your future look like going through this? And I'm going to say this before I talk about the future. I'm so grateful to be talking. I almost want to cry. Like, I'm so grateful to be sharing this with you. And it's perfect timing that you took over because when I was sick and detoxing from the fluoride and being re-floxed at my sister's house in Arizona from the glutathione IV, mm -hmm. I was like, I can't wait. I have videos. I'm crying. I filmed, filmed myself just to look back. And I was mm -hmm. like, I can't wait till I can share my story and how I healed a hundred percent. Like just to share that and tell you guys that you will cross the river, my friend, <laughs> like you will. The future is bright, man. The future is so bright and I'm very blessed. I saved half of my business. I've been able to save half of it, even through the pandemic. I work from home. I've been selling art this year. I'm a painting maniac. Um, I kicked out all the jerks that were in my life. I had a lot of assholes in my life before I got sick. It's probably why I got sick. You know, mm -hmm. the drug, because it's so low vibrational, it's toxic. It, it highlighted. Down. Yeah. It highlighted whatever else was toxic. Me, my behaviors, other people's. So when I awakened, it gave me this awakening and I cleaned the decks. And I just released a single. I'm a singer songwriter. It's called Uncertain Times. And I hired a PR company. Uh, we're promoting that. I can't wait to make my album. I was about to make my album before I got sick with and had the money and the money went to health but the album, the record's gonna happen. It's just, I'm manifesting the right vibrational team because what I've learned from being ill at such a low vibrational, we're poisoned. I mean, come on, rock and roll. If you get through that. Get through um, anything. Yeah, and that's, you know, when I was ill, you guys, I looked in the mirror and I was like, you bad bitch, if you can get through this, you can get through anything. Life is gonna be great. You're gonna have the best life ever because this is the worst. It actually makes the pandemic seem like a, beetle <laughs> it, it, that's yeah i hate to minimize it but honestly like people are freaking out i'm like, Listen, this is like no big deal uh, bit, like i'm not afraid to fly i flew like seven times like going to conferences meeting doctors like coming to california six times like whatever covid okay yeah. speed bump did yeah. Yeah, totally fine with it yeah i keep my immune system really healthy i'm, I'm double masking i wear my shield with clients like I'm anti yeah. I infrared all the time sauna because I love it for pain. You guys, if you can infrared, highly recommend it. It gets yeah. rid of uh, inflammation right away. Um, yeah, this made that seem like this is tough. I'm not going to negate how tough it is right now because it is. But it you is know, and the people, this is a whole other level. And if you can get through this, you can get through anything. And so, yeah, I'm going to make this record. I'm getting into shape. I just start working out. You know, I'm two years from the beginning of it and now I'm working out with a trainer. Um, I'm happy, you guys, I'm really happy. I have really, you know what? I don't wanna say happy because happy's, you know, fleeting. Some days I'm happy, sometimes I'm not. I am fulfilled because my health is back. I still have some more healing, let's not, like you said, you still have gut stuff, so do I. 
I believe I can heal it. I just have to get strict again. And I was so strict mm-hmm. for so long that I don't think I'm going to give up the coffee or wine anytime soon it's, right now. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Honestly, like you went through enough, you, gotta, you know, you gotta, yeah, you gotta give yourself a little bit of slack. Cause if you're too regimented, you'll drive yourself crazy. You'll just keep rabbit hole to rabbit hole things to fix. And it's, yeah, it's once you can cheat and it doesn't kill you. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your life. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm just really grateful. And I'm so, you know, you guys, very traumatic. Other side of, it's like peeling back the curtain in the world and learning the darkness of the world. And we went through that. And mm-hmm. we felt it, we ingested it, we became it. We became the dark, darkest, lowest vibrational thing because of the drug. However, whatever gets pulled back really dark always shoots forward so light. It's it does. Good. And there's, le- there's lessons to be learned through those layers too. I found out so much about myself as a person, what I could handle, who I am spiritually, what, what I think of myself or others, the world. It's it, all this stuff I never would have thought at, you know, late twenties, early thirties, I would ever have redefined myself or, or my purpose or who I am I as a person. I know I would have probably had a spiritual awakening on this planet at some point because I'm, I've always been a seeker, you know, in, in spirit, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know that if it would have happened at the level it did, if I did not take those drugs and how deep it got, like you, you go yeah. deep. Cause it's yeah. you guys, it's, we're, it's cellular level. We're healing at a cellular level mm-hmm. and in the spiritual realm, right. Apparently like our spirit, like our body, our, our cells are that of spirit. Like we're this, we're this machine that has intuition and foresight and we have all these different senses and we we can manifest abundance and we're really amazing magical beings yeah. in this body. And if we healed at a cellular level, that's a deep, like that's a deep spiritual awakening because I don't know if it gets any, I don't know, but we could just be talking ourselves up right now. But I mean, if you can, transform through this rebirth, uh, death and rebirth through this, you're going to be, I think you'll be a very powerful person. Yeah, definitely. You'd be way, this is a humbling experience this, to say the least. It, Unbelievable. It, it is, it is crazy. So I'm glad to hear that your story is um, one of hope and one that has led from dark place to a light place. And it's, it's always lovely to see another Floxy smile. Uh, it's I'm so like I'm there, you guys, there are times where like, I'm just driving. I'm, I'm so, I'm getting so used to feeling good. Like I'm like almost forgetting it. I haven't, for, I don't never forget it, but I'll tell you the psilocybin doesn't work, but I'll be driving <laughs> out of, it does. I'm not kidding. I recommend everybody to do some research into it. And, I'm, and I mean, micro dose. Okay. Not go do an eighth of mushrooms. Yeah. Right so go bananas with it. But. Yeah. Like medicinal amounts, but I would, I still, sometimes I just break down crying in gratitude because I made it. I made it. so grateful, yeah. Fire. And you know what? Nobody really gets it, but me, maybe you and us. Mm-hmm. Like we need to be fucking proud of ourselves because this is yeah, it's big. business. It's big time stuff. And big. this conversation we're having right now, five, two years from now, this could be big time clinical trial stuff. Like, mm-hmm. The way we're healing our body through this drug is probably how a lot of people are going to heal so many other illnesses. Oh yeah, we're we're doing the. I feel like we're doing the work for a lot of. We're, we're doing the work for researchers and people that have yeah. mitochondrial damage, yes. you know, full on system problems. Gut health, poisoning yeah. mercury, poisoning mold, like mm-hmm. the gut health, the microbiome. Like they don't say this with the whole pandemic, but your microbiome is everything. Good bacteria. Oh, we're, we're more bacteria than we are anything else. And I, I always tell everyone, I'm like, if you could tell anyone how you feel, tell them to like, look at Chernobyl or people that have walked into like, you know, a, a nuclear wasteland, like people that have been lived, lived there, like they have like multi-function issues. And that's like yeah. this, you get the halogen and the fluoride in your body and it just shuts everything down. Like you get cold, you lose weight, you lose muscle function, your nerves are on fire, your guts destroyed. Like Full on system spasms, crash. The spasms, the spasms that I used to get. And the, I used to be able to see inside my brain and it would like flutter. Mm-hmm. Like I could see all my, 
it was weird. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with I felt poisoned. Hey, and that's the truth. You're poisoned. You're poisoned. And, and the, and the thing you have to just accept it, detox, yep. move on okay. from it and yep. just, and just keep moving forward. Like I would write like inspirational things on my wall or on my mirror. Like you can do this. Don't give up. Like when I couldn't walk, I would like almost like put little things so that I would walk my ass to places to, to the bathroom to get there, to know that I could still do it. And it's the little things. It's always the little things that matter the most when you're going through this. You know what I did is I wrote in my journal as I was healing, cause I was healing, but the trauma was so intense that I'd fall back in my healing. I am healed. I am well, I am abundant. I am healed. I am well, and I'm abundant. I would seriously, you guys, I would write pages of it. I'm healed. I am well, I'm abundant. Yeah. Manifest it. Just manifest, tell your body listens to your brain, you know, all the time, all the you time. You just have to and tune them tune, tune in to get, they have to be on the same page. Have to be on the same page and think about healing, like a four pillar system. It's, it's, I actually started, did start writing a book about all this. I don't know if it'll ever happen because I don't want to go back, but emotional body, mental body, spiritual body, physical body, mm-hmm. all four. Focus on all of them. They're all important because emotions are stored in the body. You have to clear your emotions. Anything that you've been holding on to your entire life, process it. Process it now. Let it go. Yeah. You hit your job. And it's killing you and you're poisoned from fluoroquinone, quit your fucking job, figure it out. Because yeah. the way you're going to get better is setting up your life in a higher vibrational state that fulfills you to who you truly are and your body will get better. Exactly. That's like mm-hmm. some of the best advice I've, I've heard in, in a while. It, it really is. It, it's, it, it's a system. Support the system. Get better. Exactly. All of it. And don't, and get God on your side, man. Just any whatever any that spiritual means. yeah any spiritual outlet is is, is so worth it because we we technically are energy so if you can get that high vibrational energy and feel good about yourself uh, even if you're not feeling good like just be empathetic that you'll get to a place where you're feeling better and be okay with it and go and just like i, I feel like everyone should have a pet or or something some outlet yeah. or to comfort them or you know, it, it's, it's a good feeling when you're feeling good. And if you're not feeling good, just focus on the steps or the process to get better or feel better or just know that you will get better. Yes. And watch all, even if you can't focus because your brain's messed up, put friend. I had friends on the entire time on the background, just uplifting. Yeah. Great uplifting, show. Uplifting sound, uplifting videos. I did a lot of frequency listening to like YouTube, mm-hmm. all the different hertz. And I'd lay yeah. back, I would just cry and I'd let the vibration hit my body. I'm a, I'm a musician. I would just let the vibration hit my body, you know? And just, does that look good? Put it in front of you. Does this feel good? Wrap yourself in it. Watch, do not get into the vibration of the drug. It no is way. low vibration, step away from that vibration because in order to get it out of your body, because look at, it can't stay in your body if you're vibrating at a higher level. Yeah. I it's mean, kick- honestly, like our body is set up to fix itself. It's just yeah. understand there support it. And mm-hmm. I'm glad, I'm glad we went over a lot of this, the spiritual aspects of things. Cause I feel like that's a, a missed pillar that it's always about supplements and doctors and, you know, the clinical stuff, but it, before we had all that, we, we had, energy healers, people that would heal us through energetic healing. Um, and that's part of this, you know, if you get grounded, sit, sitting on the beach, sitting on the grass, like all that stuff matters. We're, we're humans, we're, we're animals, essentially we're, tr- we're, we're pack animals. We're supposed to be around people and laughing and, you know, walking barefoot and in nature. Like we're so disconnected from that in a bedroom by ourselves with no lights on crying like that. that that's, that's the hardest thing. Like you're, yeah. that's not normal for us. No. And it makes sense because it's your nervous system. So you want to not be stimulated because everything that stimulates you causes pain because of the drugs. So I actually got this thing called the WAF, W-H-F, you guys, you can order it online, W-H-F. It blows up. It's like a donut. They use it for uh, therapy, physical therapy and working out. And I had this big celebrity um, client, a personal trainer, it's a client of mine. That's when we discovered it was my nervous system. She's like, come into the studio and she was a godsend. And I went in there, she put me in this donut thing. It's like blown up the wall. And I laid in it, passed out like this. She's like, it's, it's like a float tank, right? It's super it's like, silent. Float tank, yeah. She's like, it's yeah. your 
breakfast system, Sarah. I'm like, ah, and then we figured it out. So anyway, I bought the WAF and I slept in the WAF. I meditated in the WAF. I had my chakra opening, my awakening in the WAF. If I was in pain, my, mm-hmm. my friend would just be like, go to the WAF, go to the WAF. I'm like, go to the WAF. <laughs> because the body heals in parasympathetic. And if you can't yes. get parasympathetic because your nervous system sucks and your joints hurt and you're traumatized, get in the WAF. So I just got in the WAF and I would just literally lay in the WAF drinking my green juice because the green juice saved me because I couldn't absorb food for so long. So I just drink mm-hmm. green juice and lay in the walk. You guys put on friends. And I was just like, I'm going to get better. <laughs> yeah. You, you were in tune with your body. Yeah. Get into parasympathetic, whatever that looks like, because the body will heal itself in parasympathetic. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm so really much. excited with all, all the advice you've given. Like you really tapped onto a lot of subjects that we, we miss a lot of the times. With other well, there's so much, isn't there? There's so there there's even, this is only 25% of what I learned. What, yeah. But it's enough, you know, the message. This is the crux. This is like, the yeah. Basic. Yeah. Yeah. Floxy hopes just to give hope. And, and, and we definitely nail that with this conversation. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode. Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.